are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. Welcome everyone to Behind the Stacks. First and foremost, we are a podcast geared for adults to share our world with you. We will cover many topics and of course showcase our amazing collection at the Spruce Grove Public Library. Hi Courtney. I have to start by saying, may the fourth be with you. I'm a big Trekkie as you know, but I will always have mad love for Star Wars. My first Star Wars experience was when I was about and I watched Return of the Jedi on a video that my dad got from the video store and I thought it was just the greatest thing ever. So my love of Star Wars began when I was quite young. I quickly had to watch the other movies and The Mandalorian. OMG, that is just amazing. I love Baby Yoda. It's such a, a great show. Yeah, happy Star Wars Day. This is this is great and I'm so glad we're recording on this day as well. I am so excited we're going to have our Comic-Con episode and a very special guest join us a little later in the show. Also be sure to stick around to hear the question and answer that you can enter to win a wonderful prize. So stay tuned for that. So let's get started with... Whatcha reading? Or watching, or listening, or playing. It's the biography of living legend Elton John. The prologue is narrated by Elton, and the rest of the book by Taron Egerton, who plays Elton in the movie Rocketman. Um, I've not finished the book yet, but I am just loving it. From his humble beginnings as Reg Dwight in a council house with his mum, dad and grandma, to getting his first recording contract to his first tours. It's it's very interesting, it's very funny, some parts are quite sad, some parts are just wild, and I think, oh my goodness, Elton, you have really lived a life. <laughs> I really enjoyed how he talked about his love for Watford Football Club, because I come from Watford, that's where I was born, and that's how I first became a fan of Elton, knowing that he was the chairman of our football club. So yeah, this is a, a great book. If you enjoy biographies and just really crazy but true stories, I would definitely recommend this. For watching, I have been watching Full House. I didn't watch this back when it first aired in the 80s and 90s. Um, My eight-year-old stepdaughter found it on Netflix and we've just been watching every episode ever since. I love seeing all the 90s fashions and hearing the expressions like don't have a cow. It's a really cute show. I like how it's not a conventional family. You know, there's Danny with his three daughters and then Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey. Jesse gets married and has kids and he and his wife and the kids live in a house too. So it's this huge extended blended family. It, it is a bit cheesy, you know, when say the kids are having a problem and they manage to get it all wrapped up in 20 minutes and have a hug. I, I think that's kind of what makes it awesome as well. There's just something about those sitcoms back then. Very heartwarming and family friendly, but I think all the family enjoyed it. It wasn't like some shows now they say, oh, it's for the whole family. But as an adult, you're watching it thinking like, oh, I don't really like this. Full House is, is really good. The episode I watched last night had Little Richard on it as a guest star. I love Little Richard. I'll just do a little Richard impression quickly. Woo! I remember asking for his album when I was 10 for my birthday and I played Tootie Fruity. Oh my gosh way too many times. If you don't have Netflix and you want to watch Full House, we do have the DVD collection available here in the track system. 
I've been reading The Ninth House by Lee Bardugo. It's kind of uh, fantasy. It's adult fiction. A little bit of dark academia, which is why I was drawn to it. So it's about a girl named Galaxy, but they call her Alex. Stern, and she is the most unlikely member of Yale's freshman class. Raised in the Los Angeles hinterlands by a hippie mom, Alex dropped out of school early and into a world of uh, shady drug dealer boyfriends, dead-end jobs, and uh, lots of bad things. Um, by age 20, she was the sole survivor of a really horrific, unsolved multiple homicide. I uh, might say she's thrown her life away, but at her hospital bed, Alex is offered a second chance to attend one of the world's most elite universities on a full ride. So what's the catch? And why her? Great read. Highly recommend. I burned through that book. It's a little bit of a long book. I believe it's over 600 pages, but it was so worth it. So yeah, be sure to check out The Ninth House by Lee Bardugo. And... I, as per Simone's request, watched or started watching uh, Superstore. I'm currently on season three. First impressions, I was like, okay, it's very kind of getting that office vibe. You know, a bunch of people at work. My favorite character would be Garrett. He's just hilarious and I love him. Uh, at the beginning, I'll admit I did not like Dina. She kind of reminded me of the Dwight Schrute of the group. Like stickler straight to the rules, didn't bend for anybody. But now that I'm seeing her hang out with uh, more people in season three, she's starting to let her hair uh, loose a little bit. So she's just kind of loving life. And I think Glenn's voice just gives me life. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And I'll let you guys know when I am done with that. Well, that's cool. We do have it in our system. I see season one, season two, season three. Be sure to check that out. Now on to our next segment, housekeeping. So just a reminder, we are open for curbside pickup. Tuesday to Saturday is 10 to 6. And our brand new Sunday, like we mentioned, is 12 to 6. Give us a call when you are in the library parking lot with your library barcode ready. Call us at 780-962-4423. Also be sure to check out some of our virtual programs. We have programs such as the Cybertale Story that's live on Facebook with Sarah, Cooking with Kids, and Virtual Pokemon Club. So be sure to check those out. They are a blast. Just a reminder also, you can still get your library card online even though we are closed to the public. You just go to our website, SGPL. Ca. Click on the services tab, click library memberships, read through that. There's a web form to complete and then uh, library staff will contact you when the card is ready to be picked up. So our community craft is a uh, fairy gardens for the month of May. It's really cute. Everyone will get a little pot with some dirt and some moss and some 3D printed uh, critters. We've got Pokemon and mushrooms and all kinds of cute stuff that you can put in your fairy garden. Those are flying incredibly fast. I think last time I checked, we only had about eight left. So be sure to come by the library very promptly if you would like some of those. We also have in response to our community a reusable bag request for your curbside pickup. So if you don't want us to use any plastic bags, then bring your own reusable bag. We'll just leave the items in the cart for you and then you can pick up your items and put them into your bag and then off you go. Now, our interview this week is with a very special guest that we've been wanting to have on the show for a long time now. She is our Children and Youth Services Librarian, Miss Sarah Gates. Yay! 
Hey, thanks for having me on the show, Simone and Courtney. Welcome, Sarah. It's, I'm so glad that we finally got to have you on the show. I know you've wanted to come on for a while and we've wanted to have you as a guest. So, Oh, we've just been saving me for a special occasion. Really. Absolutely. And today is May the 4th. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. So can't get more special than that. So let's jump right into our interview here. First question, how did you start in the library world? Well, actually, I originally wanted to be a psychologist before moving to Canada, as well as all the other things you want to be when you're a kid, you know, like running away with a circus, being a ballerina, all that stuff. But what I actually wanted to be at that point was a psychologist. But um, just before moving to Canada, it would be another five years of training. And so when I moved over here, I had to have a long, hard think about whether that was something I really wanted to do, that extra bit of you know, focusing on something if maybe it wasn't the right career for me. So at the time when I first moved to Canada back in, oh, what was it, like 2004, 2005, something like that. Um, I was working in a bookstore, of course, no names. <laughs> and I kind of reevaluated what I wanted to do. And so I decided to go to library school and get my master's. So I ended up doing exactly what my mother told me I should have done in the first place. But of course, who wants to do what their mum tells them? Oh, us? yes. Isn't that the way, though? Mum's always right. So how long was your course, your master's? Uh, the master's is a two-year training course. At, I mean, you can go to different universities, of course, to do it. But I went to the one at the University of Alberta. So right here in, in Alberta. Local. Oh, perfect. How long have you worked in the library industry? Ooh, forever. It feels like it sometimes anyway. <laughs> yes. So technically uh, 13 years. So it was two years during library school when I was working part time in different places. And then 11 years since I graduated. And all of it was actually here at SGPL. As I was really fortunate to be able to be offered a position here straight out of graduation. So I was very, very lucky that way. What year was that? Um, I graduated in 2010 and then I became the summer librarian and helped cover when a lot of people were on vacation and then it mm -hmm. just kind of rolled into all sorts of other jobs along the way. Yeah I, I remember you starting here. Yeah me too Simone. We've both <laughs> been here a while. <laughs> yeah both from England. Yeah it's funny as well I don't know if the listeners know but we actually both come from an area very close geographically back yes. in England. But we didn't know each other until we moved here. So it's, No, it's and we, we both moved here um, around 2004, 2005. So. Yeah, and then, yeah, obviously <laughs> it's destined that the world of Britain comes over and, and is taking Spruce Grove by storm. Mm -hmm. It is our destiny. What is your favourite or most memorable moment, story about working in the library world? Hmm, that's such a hard question, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. there's been so many great memories revolving around the people that we work with here and mm. all the public that we work with. But I'd probably have to say uh, it's probably to do with the special events we do. So all the fun occasions when we get to dress up. Like, <laughs> I mean, today is what the 4th of May. So a lot of people are doing kind of Star Wars stuff today. So mm -hmm. I've got my... I don't know if you can see it. Oh, Princess there, Leia. I've got my uh, Princess Leia brooch on today to, to honour Princess Fantastic. Leia. Fantastic. Yeah, so I love all the times we get to dress up. Like, um, I don't have one particular memory that I want to share with you guys, but I probably have to say things like the Comic-Cons and at Halloween when we get to dress up. And every time we get to do fun dress-up story times, I think I've dressed up like Ursula from The Little Mermaid and done Under the Sea story times. And I think last Halloween I did an outside story time at Central Park and I dressed up and was kind of in a skeleton with tutu and all sorts of fun stuff. So <laughs> That was awesome. Skeleton oh, and, uh, I was going to say also uh, photos with Santa. We did a Christmas event where we all kind of dressed up like elves and 
we helped kids get their photos taken with Santa and we did crafts and activities and milk and cookies and it was such a fun time so really enjoyed those so you get to do a lot of different things in your role I do that's one of the favorite things about this job what do you usually do day by day when you're not dressing up as a skeleton in a tutu or an outfit? <laughs> oh, I do that on every day. Just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, it really, really does depend because, um, as we said, I'm all over the place depending on the day. Um, because we are a mid-sized library and we're not part of a multi-branch city system like Edmonton Public Library or something like that, I am fortunate that I am able to be involved in lots of different aspects of our library. So it does make my job very interesting and varied, but it does mean I have to juggle lots of different tasks and projects, such as like at Edmonton Public Library, as I said, they specialize often. So if you did collection purchasing, like if you were buying the new books and movies, that would be one department. So you would only do that. Whereas I get to do that as part of my job, which is super fun. So I get to do the purchasing for all the children's materials from like zero all the way through to teen. And I also get to do the video game purchasing. So that's kind of fun. What else do I do? Okay. Hmm, so many bits and pieces. But I do like that because it does mean that I've got more knowledge and of what we have. And then when, you know, the public does come in or ask questions, you know, by email or by chat or whatever, mm-hmm. I can tell them like what we have and what programs we have, what services we have. And it means that I, I have a better knowledge base of what's going on at the library for that age group. Um, so back to my day, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> well, there's lots of meetings, of course. So we've got things like by Zoom and Google Meet and in person. And then there's the actual programming. So you've got things like story times or like virtual movies or like Builders Club, things like that or whatever else we do. And then sometimes I'm on the reference desk, so I do get to see the people in person. Mm-hmm. And I do love that because it's always good to connect with you guys out there. And then um, we've also got our newly relaunched eChat service. So I do that on a Tuesday night. So if you text any questions or whatever into the library, then I'd be the one you'd be chatting with. And then in between all of that stuff, I know I keep talking and talking. I do social media postings, web design, program planning buying all those new materials I talked about, other administrative duties and any other special projects that we're working on. And also connecting with our community partners so we can do some fun like activities and events across the whole of our area. Has that been more challenging during COVID? Yeah, I think just the fact that we can't do as much stuff in person, it's it's meant we've had to really, really rethink about how we we can get in touch with people. And it's been really hard not being able to really get into the schools and do anything that way so we're having to figure out like if we can do virtual tours so that all you kids out there will get to know about all the awesome stuff we have available for you like the virtual um, programming or if we have outside programming or our summer reading club that will be coming this summer of course I've got to put a plug in for that somewhere oh absolutely okay one last question I'm enjoying this Oh, I'm glad I'm enjoying it too. <laughs> what advice would you give to people looking into getting a career in libraries? Mm, well, I'd probably say you need to do your research first and then probably work experience is the key. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's difficult right now because it's hard to volunteer places because with, you know, COVID restrictions, a lot of people are a bit wary about having volunteers on site. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably say if you are able to do that in any kind of capacity, do get some volunteer experience in the library world and see if it actually is something that you you actually think is something that's actually a good fit for you. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I mean, we all love reading. We love books. We love movies. We love sharing all this stuff with, you know, the public. Yeah. But at the same time, it's very different from just saying I like to read than actually working in a library. That's for sure. So, 
you know, getting a job or a little flavor of what it's actually like would be very helpful to see if it actually lives up to your expectations. Um, I'd also say that getting volunteer experience or some sort of work experience is good as well because it beefs up your resume a lot. And as I said, it also gives you understanding into where in the industry would be a good fit for you. So um, when I was in library school, I tried to work in lots of different types of libraries. So I worked in the legislator library, I worked in a law library, public libraries, academic libraries to kind of see if I wanted to do that. And, you know, I mean, archives are awesome, but I, I very quickly figured out that that was way too quiet for me and okay. it wasn't a good fit. So mm -hmm. definitely get some work experience in there somewhere. You also make very good connections because I worked for the Friends of Edmonton Public Library. I started off volunteering for their book sales. And then by, within about a year, I ended up being the chairperson of the Friends of the Edmonton Public Library Board. So it was kind of a jump because a lot of the people retired or reshuffled. And so I ended up being the chairperson and I made some good connections. Um, at that time, I suddenly thought about it before this interview, actually. Um, some of the people that were on the library board itself at the time was Don Iverson, the mayor of Edmonton. Mm -hmm. So I did get to have a chat with him and things. And also Diana Davidson, who now uh, works for the government. What's her? I think she works for the um, public library services branch of the government of Alberta. So They've both gone big places, so it's good to make connections, definitely. Well, thank you for answering all those questions. You're welcome. Very insightful, very interesting. Before we go, is it Canadian Children's Book Week now? Or It is, yeah. Oh. It's uh, Sunday the 2nd of May through to Saturday the 8th of May. So during that, we are celebrating Canadian authors, illustrators and storytellers right across our amazing country. That is very so I do have some recommendations for you and our listeners. If we would like love to, to hear them. Yeah, I had a few. I it's very hard to pick out, you know, because we cover so many amazing books. Yeah. And so it is tricky. But I tried to pick some kind of older titles, some classics, some evergreens, and then some kind of newer ones as well. So I picked a few for different age ranges, if that's okay. All right. So shall I go right into the list? Yeah, go right into it. All right. So my favorite picture books by Canadians. Okay. One of my first picks that my kids absolutely love is Harold and the Purple Crayon by Crockett Johnson. Have you heard of that one? Simone? I have. Yeah. I, exactly. I it was written in 1955. So it's a real wow. oldie, that one. But um, there's also a video of it. So I'm pretty sure you can probably look up the video if you want it on YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. so that is one of my absolute favorites. And I still pull it out for story times to this day. And then I have two other picks for the picture books. There is also The Bear Ate Your Sandwich by Julia Sarcone Roach. And that is a really funny one about telling tall tales. So if you're a fan of... Uh, tales and exaggerated stories and that's a really good one as well and then one of my other favorites is last stop on market street by matt de la pena and this was actually an award winner it won the new brew medal a few years ago so do pick that one up do we have all of those at we do. Um, of course we do. We have them all in our collection. Wonderful. And if anyone is outraged and they go to find it in Track Pack and they're like, oh my God, Spruce Grove Library does not have this book, then do let us know and we can always go and get a new copy of it if our copy got lost or damaged along the way, because sometimes that does happen, of course. Mm -hmm. so do let us know if there are gaps in our collection and we will do our best to fill them. So moving on to our favorite chapter books and middle grade books. This is a nonfiction. So it's called It's Trevor Noah, Born a Crime. 
And this is by one of my favorite comedy people ever, Trevor Noah. I love, love, love him. And this is actually an adult book, but they actually did a young readers adaptation. There's quite a lot of those around, actually, if you guys are interested in nonfiction, but think it might be a little bit too advanced for a lot of kids. So there's often young reader adaptations of all of these really amazing works out there. So do give that one a try. Uh, One of my other favorites is, of course, Rick Riordan. You know, just because I love Greek mythology and all sorts of mythology, so... Go with his newest series, Trials of Apollo. But also one of my other favorites is Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard, if you're into Norse mythology. And that's actually a really cool one. It won some awards because one of the characters is is, um, kind of transgender, Mm non-binary. So it's a very, very cool one for that age group as well. Moving on to uh, YA or teen books, some of my favorites. It's one I literally just finished reading uh, a few days ago, actually. It's called A Curse So Dark and Lonely by Bridget Kemmerer. And it's actually a trilogy. It's the first one. It's a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. So all those Disney fans out there, um, <laughs> all you story fairy tale, fractured fairy tale people, then this is amazing. Um, the main character actually has cerebral palsy as well, so... She's a very, very feisty character and she's awesome. So give that one a try. And then one of my other favorites I finished a few months ago is Renegades by Marissa Meyer. So if you liked Cinder and some of her other works, then this was a superhero story uh, trilogy that she wrote as well. And it's awesome. So give that one a try. All right. And then I've got a few Canadian kids books as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hockey Sweater by Rock Carrier which was written in 1979. So that's a super oldie. Mm -hmm. And it was actually set in the 1940s. So it's nice to have a little bit of kind of oldie books in there too. Yeah. So It's actually hilarious. It was originally written in French and then it got translated and it also uh, got turned into a little mini movie. So you can find that one. I believe it's in our collection as well. But if not, I'm sure it's available via YouTube somewhere online. And it's all about hockey. So if we have sports fans out there, then this might be appealing to them. It's super funny. It's about a little boy and he loves his favorite hockey team and his sweater gets trashed. I can't quite remember how, but he asks his mom to get him a new sweater and she goes to the Sears catalog or whatever it was. (laughs) And then she orders it, but she orders like a different team's one. And then he gets picked on by his teammates for wearing the wrong sweater. It's super cute. So do give that one a try. And then my last pick is a graphic novel. It's called Surviving the City by Tasha Spillett. And it's uh, it's actually about teens based in Winnipeg. And it's about missing and murdered Indigenous women, which is kind of a heavy topic, but but very necessary to dive into. That's a a quite a... I kind of blew you away, Simone. (laughs) Quite a varied list there. Something for everyone. So hopefully you guys will have found one or two books, at least in that list of of, uh, books that will appeal to somebody out there. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. You are welcome. So fun to be on your podcast, finally. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show, both of you. It's been an absolute delight. It really has. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What's happening in Spruce Grove? So it is Mental Health Week from May 3rd to May 9th. I know our community has lots of activities around this Awareness Week. I'm going to go check out Stony Play and FCSS's website because they have a lot of stuff there. Um, So you can enter to win $200 by participating in the Mental Health Week. It's for gift cards for your local businesses of your choice. So you can visit the website and enter for that contest. There are a lot of amazing programs. Uh, All of them are free. So 
that's amazing. Obviously because of COVID, most of them are offered via Zoom. There's a movie night on uh, Friday, May 7th from 6 to 8. Um, it's from the students of the Parkland School Division are hosting a screening of The Great Disconnect followed by a discussion. So if you would like to do that, I believe there will be a social media post regarding that. So that in that social media post, there will be the link to register uh, and the cost is free. You are welcome to that. They uh, ask for everyone 11 plus, probably because it's a little bit of a sensitive material. So maybe not the best for kiddos, but still a really fun event to take part in. Stay tuned for social media posts from us or uh, any of the FCSSs at Spruce Grove and Stony Plain, because I'm sure they will have lots of information and links so you can register for these events. Next, we have a Parkland County Library has some really amazing programs going on, including, now this caught my eye, uh, the Teen Spa Day, which I thought that was a really cool idea for the teens. So it is registration. So you have a DIY at home spa day. Each kit will include a number of treatments to leave you feeling fabulous. Order by June 1st and you can pick up by mid-June. So if you go to pclibraries.ca under their programs tab, you look for teen spa day and there's a link there so you can register. So if you haven't heard yet, the city has approved the Civic Center, which is really special for us because um, city is looking into two NHL size ice rinks, the community walking track concourse, which is really neat some multi-purpose rooms but this is the super exciting part for us is the art gallery is going to possibly move there a black box performing arts theater which would uh not necessarily replace a horizon stage but kind of give uh, more space to it so they can have more people visit and the biggest one drum roll please is a spruce grove public library branch like a brand new branch including the one we have now but now with a little bit extra. So you can learn more about that at sprucegrove.org. Like we mentioned, it's only the preliminary designs. So this is kind of what they're moving forward with. The concept was proposed on April 26th. So still fresh news, still super exciting. I'm, I am so excited. This is going to be amazing. Now on to our theme. So as most of our listeners may or might not know, May is Comic-Con. Of course, you would usually have one special day, but because of COVID and the shutdowns, we've decided very similar to last year to have a month long of all kinds of fun and activities. And I'm dressed up today. I've got my yukata that I got in um, Otoru, which is in Hokkaido. I went to a used kimono and yukata uh, store. And they outfitted me in a beautiful yukata, which most of you already know. It's very similar to a kimono, but it's intended for summer. So it's got like more flaps. So usually people would wear these in Japan for festivals. And I think mine's beautiful. I didn't fully wear it properly because I forgot my OBA belt at home, but that's okay. I'm rocking it today at the library. So to get into what are we exactly doing for Comic-Con, you can head to our website at sgpl.ca slash program slash Comic-Con. There's also a uh, picture on our carousel right at the front. So first thing you'll see when you get on there. So I'm just going to go through this with everybody. So be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for, of course, more prizes and registrations and updates. So here are some scheduled events. So we just finished the Princess Q&A. We've chosen Belle. Her video is also up on the website. You just got to scroll down a bit the page a little bit and you can see her answer all of uh, the questions that our community had entered. If, it, if you asked a question, then we uh, had a princess prize for you. So that has already been completed. The contest is closed. Uh, we added two new virtual princess story times. So last year we just had Moana. This year we have Raya and Elsa. 
So once again, that's on our Comic-Con uh, 2021 webpage. So once you get there, just scroll down a smidge. And for whatever reason, if it's not working for you, because uh, I had a little bit of trouble starting it, try another internet browser, see if that works. Like I noticed Microsoft Edge worked really well for me. Uh, Chrome, it did on my phone, it didn't on my computer. Uh, or try deleting your browser history and that should get it to go no problem. Uh, so we have a super fan contest. So you can send us a picture or express your love for your favorite fandom. Uh, this contest is open to everyone. So you can build a Lego... Um, figurine paint sculpt dress up video record something and send it to us and then uh, you can enter to win a uh, message from Billy Boyd who is the actor from Lord of the Rings and Outlander I believe so that is really cool that's all ages from the comic-con webpage there's the email us button so you just attach your uh, photo send it to us and then you can be entered to win that. So that is really super cool. Uh, Comic-Con fun bags, we are handing out with our curbside pickup. So you can grab a goodie bag from the library. So that's a, we included a Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse garland uh, craft that you can do, completed with all the materials to do it. Um, a dragon cookie from Rachel's Cakes. She's a local baker who's amazing. Um, and a limited edition Comic-Con 2021 pin. Uh, so those are going really fast. I did see maybe about uh, 15 of those still left, but it's been day two and we made a ton. So they're just flying off the shelves. Uh, be sure you get the instructions with that baggie because uh, it comes with the instructions and the template to make the craft. And then you should get a baggie with all the goodies. So those are available while supplies last. And also we're going to mention a little bit further in the show, we're going to have a podcast prize contest. So if you listen to this episode, uh, Simone's going to have a very special question that she's going to announce to everybody. And then she is going to tell everyone the answer. So it might be something like, hmm, what is Courtney's favorite anime or whatever? So stay tuned for that. Listen to that further in the show. And then what you do is you go onto our website and you can uh, click, it's kind of in our special events here. You just click uh, behind the stack to listen to the episode and if you scroll down to the bottom of the webpage it shows the fabulous prize which i think is really cool it's kind of a transformers slash back to the future blended collector's edition it's um in celebration of the 35 years for back to the future so it's a really cool prize so you can take a look at that sgpl.ca slash program slash comic-con 2021 and it'll be there for everyone to see where you can listen to the podcast and fill out the answer to simone's question that will be announced later in the show. Oh, and the prizes do not stop there. We've got a couple more to get there. There's also a Harry Potter trivia contest on our uh, Comic-Con 2021 webpage. There is a video that Simone has created. It's most brilliant. And she's asked the audience some questions. So then you watch the video, then you can enter the contest right from the webpage there. There's a click here button. So you just enter there um, and then we'll get it. And you could be entered to win the complete Harry Potter book series collection. That is really cool. We already have some entries, so keep up the good work. Uh, and of course, only correct answers will be put into the draw. So that'll run from May 1st to 31st. So you got lots of time to head on down there and submit your answers. We still have a weekly prize packages going out on our Instagram and Facebook page. So you can um, look for a post on Thursdays and Saturdays and like the post. Put in the comments if you want to win prize one or prize two or to go prize three or prize four or prize five or prize six and it keeps going throughout the month of May. So right now we are on week one. So there'll be prize one or prize two. Just in the comments which one you want. We have a very uh, brief description of what the prices are, so they're kind of a surprise. But that's the fun of it. I think the one that we have first is like prize one is like Disney slash escape rooms and prize two is like Japanese stationery and household items. So you just say which one you want in the comments. 
make sure to like that post as well and you'll be entered into that. We'll draw the names every week and have new prizes every week for the month of May. So if you see something they're like, eh, I'm not really interested in, don't worry, we'll have more the following week. We have two uh, screenings of some home movies. So you just register with us online and we are going to screen. So on May 6th, we have The Rise of Skywalker. And on Saturday, May 15th, we got Big Hero 6. Uh, both screenings will be from one to three for all ages. So all you have to do is go on our website and register so that you can get the Zoom link and watch the movies at home with your fam and have some fun snacks and all that good stuff. Another event that we are having is the Pokemon Scavenger Hunt, which has been really popular. So staff have painted a bunch of rocks with Pokemon on them. And then I've hidden them around Central Park. So uh, kiddos can head out there, look for some rocks. We uh, please keep in mind to have uh, one rock uh, per person because we want to make sure there's enough for everyone to have a chance at finding a Pokemon that they like. If you see one and you're going, eh, I don't really want that one, just keep looking until you find one that you like. Um, we are going to be replenishing them throughout the month of May. So I just went on Saturday uh, and I hit about 30 rocks. And I think that was really popular because we got a few people with cute pictures of them finding them. So yeah, if you find one, take a picture and send them to us at library at sgpl.ca and we can post it on our social media and let people know what cool Pokemon you have found. Once again, that'll be May 1st to 31st, all ages at Central Park. On the webpage, we have our old welcome video. Be sure to follow us on TikTok. Our amazing team there is going to have some fun Comic-Con stuff with that. The story times, we got an extra story time from staff. That's a really cute story that Chelsea has read. It's adorable. I love it. So be sure to take a look at that one because we added one there. There are a few crafts that we've added like hashtag Disney magic moments. I thought that was really cool. There's tons of stuff there whether you enjoy Disney or Pixar or Star Wars or Marvel or National Geographic all kinds of stuff and videos and activities for everyone to do. Got a few how to draw videos. Our Pokemon trainer quiz from last year is there uh, along with our Star Trek fandom quiz. We have a new Marvel DC trivia quiz. It's pretty intense. Uh, I'm not that knowledgeable in Marvel or DC so I haven't taken a crack at it but it looked really impressive so be sure try that out let us know how you did we've also just got a few extra resources like the disney princess youtube channel that you can check out we've got some star wars stuff and of course this we couldn't have done all of this without uh, glass slipper entertainment who provided the story times and the q a with their fabulous princesses so if you ever uh, want to chat with the real princess or anything like that be sure to check them out they are amazing and now we are going to try some best impressions of Batman or Yoda by staff. Here we go. I don't think I can do Yoda. I wouldn't even know what to say. Greetings. <laughs> I can't do it. I the staff. I can do this better. Greetings. Nope. Can't do it. Haven't been practicing my Yoda. So my Batman, it's not too bad. I'm Batman. But don't mean to brag, but I think I do a pretty good Yoda. Hope you I can. Yes. Mm. My favourite fandoms, obviously Star Trek. Star Trek The Next Generation, to be precise, because that is where my love of Star Trek began. I like all the shows, but TNG, definitely my favourite. Star Wars, uh, Mystery Science Theatre 3000, and I think, well, it's still in the Star Wars realm, but The Mandalorian. I've become a really big fan of that. Favorite fandoms? Oh, yes. Oh, there's so many. Because I'm a bit everywhere. Like, I like my anime. I like my manga. Love my Harry Potter. Pokemon's a lot of fun. Disney. Can't forget about all that good stuff. Now, for the moment everyone's been waiting for, here is Simone's question and answer. So be sure to listen very, very carefully to this so that you can enter our podcast contest that will, once again, last for the whole month. So you have some time. Here we go. Take it away, Simone. What is the word that Courtney likes to say often and that I do tease her about? The answer is... All right. 
Again, the answer is all right. So we are at the end of our show. This was a lot of fun. But if you would like to be a special guest or you have any questions or concerns or have uh, great episode ideas, send them to us at our new email. Hopefully this is easier for everyone so we can start getting more fan mail. Behind the stacks at sgpl.ca. Well, that's it for us. Tune in next time for another exciting episode of Behind the Stacks. Thanks for listening, everyone. And live long and prosper. <laughs>